on our platform, um, we have a 24-hour, seven days a week, programmable TV, internet TV. So we take our current podcast that we have, our original podcast that we have, and the program we have, Chris, it basically pulls it like a jigsaw puzzle. Yep, what's going on? Welcome back to the Mastermind Thanks podcast. We're super excited today. This is is crazy. Like I guess today, this is uh, the first time that we've talked on the record to just us, just us. We 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 do a morning show together, and we we got a bunch of other stuff that we talk on the back end. But so I'm super excited to have him on the show, my man John Schultz. John, what's going on, man? How you feeling today? What's up, Mastermind? Uh, listen, that is funny. We have talked a whole year about everything but us yeah. and, and, and where we really connect and where we naturally connected and always have had an energy is that everybody um you know sees us you get with john you get with chris you get with john you get and we just do that and then we off to back doing what we doing and so i i'm you know i'm excited you like yo you got a hard stop no dog we can we can go we can go and i'm ready to go and i'm ex- excited about wherever you want to go um Let's go, man. Let's Listen. go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's get it started, man. For so for the people, the the people. Uh, so I, you know, we got different kind of viewers and listeners all over. So uh, tell them real quick who you are. You know what you do, what you got going on currently. Gotcha. So my name is John Schultz. Some people put the M in there. I do it just for just for just to be different. Uh, John Schultz. I am from Atlanta, Georgia. I am in the production world, a lot of production world. Um, that's where my love and theater and background, all that kind of encompassed to what I'm doing now. Uh, Chris, here's the amazing thing is that now I get the opportunity to work in this media space. So I started out just wanting to be on radio because people are like, yo, your voice is different. You might need to do video. I've been raspy all my life. So you might, so you can get, you know, you can make your mark and, uh, you, when you talk, you add jokes in and you're entertaining. So I met up with my business partner, James Green, and I was like, yo, I want to learn about radio. And he took me in and I just started watching and learning. And I tried it one day and I was like, Chris, yo, I like this. Like, I get to talk. I mean, talk about topics that I like. So I've been in the radio space uh, the past seven, eight years. I've been in this streaming production space the past pandemic years. That's where I'm going to start now. You know how they used to have industrial age or stone age. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to call it the pandemic year. So in the pandemic time, I really wanted to hone in in an area that will be, uh, I'm going to be honest, Chris, as less work as possible, bro. <laughs> like, I'm like, how can I make some coins doing what I like to do, helping and adding value to people, but not take up all my time because you and I have this history of I traveled on the road with um, Shaquille O'Neal and the uh, comedy all-star. So every mm, NBA nice. all-star game from 2011 to 2015, I was at the arenas helping them. Well, my, my boy was the set designer, so he did all the sets nice. for for the actual uh comedy show, I was responsible at that time, Chris, for the sponsorship fulfillment or um, execution. So uh, Hennessy was our uh, uh, one of our sponsors and Gentleman Jack just came out. Jack nice. uh, uh, just came out. So anything dealing with the sponsors for the comedy show, I was responsible for that sponsor room. Uh, and so I was there to engage the sponsors, make sure they were good. Uh, but by being on the road and my love of the production, I will hang out backstage with guys like you. I mean, <laughs> sitting at that master board in front of house, I understand a monitor world on the backstage and mm. actually hearing shows being called, Chris, became it intrigued me. And so all those years, I would just, after I do my part, I would just sit at the show, either in front of house or monitor world, monitor world. And just see what y'all doing. Just in, if not anything, learn the language. So if I ever got in a position, I can still inform who may be using our services. 
and even though I'm not doing them, performing them. And so right. that's what I'm in. So I'm in that, I'm in the uh, full service marketing media, internet building, app building. And now I'm into people helping people do podcasts. This is where we really balance and love each other. You was like, yo, man, like, so what part do you really like to do? And I was like, well, if you can get, if you can help, if I can send people to you that you can help them get ready and get polished, I really would love for you to do that, Chris, so we can then get their product, their content, and now they have a home to broadcast it because you and I talked about a lot of times. People are kind of, the pandemic years, people say, you need to create content. Okay, (laughs) cool. Now that you've done that, now what 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 do we do with it, Chris? Because now now people got storage and storage of content. Yeah. And where do we take them? So Chris said, "Man, well, let me polish them and let me send them to you." So you have a platform. So we in that platform and giving people platform offers the social. Now we don't have a problem with social. We like YouTube and LinkedIn, but when those go down, where do where do people go? Where do they have a place to call home? No. I don't know, Chris, man. That's, that's what I do, man. I'm in all things, but man, I'm not, my niche is now helping those who have content have a place outside of the social platforms. Look, that's so good because that's what we, I know that's what, we, that's where we touch, right? Is because, again, like you said, for me, I'm the front end. Like, I want to do the back end production. Uh, I want to get you on the camera, show you how to get that started, produce it for you. We got the editors. But then one of the things that we connected on is because, um, and it was it was weird because when we connected, I was actually right when I met you, I was actually working with another network at the time. And so we like really couldn't jump in yet because I was like, you know, conflict of interest. Like, yeah. Um, and then so when that kind of ended, I was hit you and I was like, look, w- what are you doing? Tell me what you're doing. And so um, touch a little bit on that, because, uh, you know, like I said, I do the production side, but you to me, you do the distribution. And, and why is it important to have that off social distribution? So this is why I believe that distribution is key or even why this connection, this, 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 this automatic connection is, um, so you'll try to do your Instagram or your Facebook or even YouTube and YouTube. We love, I mean, we love those, but we want the social platforms to be a lead in back to your home base. These are two home bases that we always have people work on their own website (laughs) Not to be looking pretty, but to be a tool and a network. And, of course, I'm going to push our network, KBCN TV. We are here to really enhance your reach. So we're saying, so, Chris, if you have 5000 we believe we can get you to 15000 Now, that may not sound dramatic or big enough, but it is big enough based on the industry we're in. They're no longer looking for these massive influencers. They're looking for people like you and I, Chris, the micro, macro influencers that have consistency to put people in a place of winning. And so on our platform, um, we have a 24-hour, seven days a week, programmable TV, internet TV. So we take our current podcast that we have, our original podcast that we have, and the program we have, Chris, it basically pulls it like a jigsaw puzzle. And it programs it and puts it in time slots. Now, our network also has a live component. So, Chris, when your show comes on Mastermind, it can come on at Wednesdays at 8 o'clock p.m. That will oversee or override any programming when it's 8 o'clock on Wednesday. So, it can be something pre-programmed, and as soon as 8 o'clock, it becomes live. And then after your show, it goes back to wherever it, the, the system will pull from you. Well, what we're doing is we're saying, let us have a place where you can call us home. Now we can help you. Here's the, here's where we tied in, Chris. Now this can help you have a place where you can begin to uh, digitize and monetize your digital footprint. Because you're not just saying, hey, I'm on YouTube. No, you're saying, I'm on a network. I air this time every week. Mm-hmm. I, I, We reach this. You have other numbers because we're going to take the numbers from all the other shows 
And to add that to your show, to say why a sponsor should come or why a person may want to advertise with you. And we're showing you how that that can become passive income because, Chris, with our network, we do revenue sharing. Mm. So when you come with your show, Chris, we're saying if you bring the sponsor, you get 80%, we get 20% because we're airing it. We just going to run. And we're on all the major platforms, Spotify, uh, all the audio, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple, um, all the other ones. You can, you you know all those, all the RSS feeds. We're yeah. also video. We're also video capability. We're Roku, uh, Apple. Um, uh, what's the other major one? Oh, you got uh, Amazon? Like yeah, and, 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 and in two weeks we'll be we'll be adding Amazon Fire to nice. it. So, along with KBC and TV, along with your whatever your social platform you want to use, so it's not a taking away. It's both and. It's not either or. So, Chris, when you get the monetization to have the the true numbers where people can see you weekly, you're not lying. You're not fibbing. You're not trying to fudge your stats yeah and it lives and we create two worlds you can be live but it also creates we have an on-demand feature yeah for people who might have missed it they could binge watch it now they ain't trying to search and type in uh how to meet dj mastermind how to (laughs) how to reach mastermind uh how to reach black tie they just go to your show hit the on-demand and they can start from season one on down so that's the difference That's so cool. And so it's, man, it's something that we, cause we talk about all the time and like, I, I kind of alluded to it before, but, um, for everybody watching, if you haven't seen, uh, Monday through Friday, we're on Clubhouse and on KBC and doing a live show, uh, bootstrapping a business and ministry. And, and so we're on there. One of the cool things about that was, um, cause that's actually, oh yeah, that's kind of where we met was in that circle, that circle of, uh, people. And I think the coolest thing about it was, I pushed coach to, to, to do the podcast. And then once we had pushed him off that ledge, you came and was like, we need to go ahead and cut the video on, man. Like, you know, what, what, what are we doing? What, all we got to do is hit go. What are we doing? What, uh, the thing, the thing that I was going to ask you about was, is the importance of having somewhere for the people. To go. Cause I remember you said that you were like, we help people on their own website. We give them another platform. Uh, why, why is that important away from, you know, like when we talk about on clubhouse, why we're trying to, to, to do that uh, blueprint it's about that's the only place chris that you you get the opportunity to change the culture because you get to control your own narrative mm-hmm. you have control and like you just like we are we're not really interested in create um controlling people's content we are interested on in getting the content out where some people some networks are so i need you to do this and then i need this (laughs) what i'm looking for is other diversity um i'm still looking for a sports show i would Mm -hmm. love to have a sports show i'm looking for a cooking show um that i love to have i'm looking for uh a comedy show Mm. that I think that we need that um, that we need to have on our network. So anybody out there hit hit Mastermind. We uh, we would love to have that. See how we work on it. We do we do um, we do charge. It, it's affordable. Let me let me go by to the reason of having your own house. Yeah, you get to do what you want to do in your house, <laughs> right? And so yeah. we are governed by our own FCC. Mm-hmm. Right, and so we are Better Business Bureau. We're A plus certified, yeah. but they're the decision makers. Are you or not, Chris? <laughs> when you when they talking to us, we making a decision. It ain't no let me talk to. Yeah, and I think that's the importance. When you drive them to your website, it allows people to be in your world. And it's easier for them to navigate and see all the other things you may be doing um, that you're interested in. And that may be a, a added services to them. Off of so, social is a, uh, a snapshot. Your website, um, we believe, is the uh, best tool to help um, connect with your audience, connect with your client, connect with your um, potential um, collaborator to show um, 
the consistency of how you are evolving, mm-hmm. how you are elevating, and how you decide how you want to um, strategically partner. Me going to your website is going to allow me to do more than me seeing you on a snapshot on a 30-minute or mm-hmm. short on YouTube. Because right. now I can dive in it. I, hopefully, I get lost in in your page. Mm-hmm. And we have the capability of putting that same player on KBCN. We're not trying to hoard it. We'll put the same player on your website so people can binge on you. So, cause, all right, Chris, so we do that for churches. Like, we stream for churches. So they show it on our network, but we also put a player on there for their members who would never come to KBCN TV. Mm-hmm. So it helps grow the audience. And, Chris, we are setting it up to be a win-win. We honestly are really trying to set up the win-win. For us, it gives us content because creating new content is very difficult when you have to keep creating, creating, creating. So it helps us. Secondly, it helps you to say that you have a place of credibility. Um, We've been in this industry for 18 years. We have been in the internet industry for 14. So we're not new to the internet space. We were kind of new, uh, some of the people that started. Um, our history in real broadcasting and filmmaking as we're degreed in the area. So we are really trying to give the full scope to say, the reason why we're asking to go to black time media and the really good, it's not that because we want you to be TV ready. Yeah. Not just audio way. Yeah. I'm looking for people. People feel better when they see you. Yeah. So that's why it's important to have your own space. The socials can change it up. I know for <laughs> Facebook when that when we when Facebook was the king king. Yeah. Um, people were streaming services. Um, Chris and you get the service in that streaming and find out they change they change the stream key. Yep. I don't even. I can't tell you now why they did other than because they wanted to. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Pandemic Easter 2020, all right, because it was March, what happened? Pandemic 20, uh, Easter 2020, yeah. when everybody's trying to do, what everybody finally kind of figured out they need to stream for Easter. Yeah. And Facebook changed the stream key to almost everybody, because Facebook it was like, oh, we got something here. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all, did, did you ever people like getting jammed up with that? <laughs> Uh, yo, I heard a whole bunch of people's streams going down because they and they and look, it's last minute. Ain't nobody call because ain't no number to Facebook. I don't know if y'all know that. Right, <laughs> ain't no number. And and, and and if you didn't have a person like you or uh, or James or my team who yeah. knew where to even start troubleshooting, yeah. your service didn't go up today. Yeah. But if they had their website, hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you still were able to tell people on Facebook, yo, redirect. We on our website, yeah, and that's the importance of it, Chris. Man, that's yeah, man, that's so good. Look, I done, look, we done went, man. I went, I, we done went to, to the current day. I done forgot. Um, tell people how did you actually get started in this space? Because I did hear you say, you know, uh, you know, yeah. trained and in, in school and like, where, how did you get started in right, production so and media? I went to the. Um, I went to the school of performing arts. Boys and Men was there. I was one of those original members. I was a senior. Why yeah, all them did they think? But in there, I learned the theatrics, what it means, backdropping, creating scenes and lighting and mm-hmm. props and staging and uh, stage right, stage left, <laughs> camera work, lines, teleprompter, all that placement and production land, script writing. Um, commercial shooting, uh, and those things. That's where my early onset of it. I took dance as a dance major, mm. younger as an athlete, because my coach suggested it that Lynn Swan at the time, a, a pro- prominent uh, NFL uh, retired wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, was so balanced, was able to make these acrobatic catches because of his balance. Come to find out, he learned and got a center for ballet. So I, I, mine wasn't ballet. I was more in tapping jazz but th- for that. Uh, and my love for sports, I'm coming there. But when I got to the performing arts and I started auditioning um, for the Cosby show when it first came out, Chris. Wow. Uh, <laughs> different world when it came out. A um, couple of things off Broadway because I lived in Philadelphia. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And so that was right up the road. 
they were training me in high school, what they call Chris a triple threat. Mm-hmm. So my main prior, my main um, major or my main uh, talent was singing or vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the school, they made you learn two other things. So I picked, of course, dance was my second segue because I, I had experience that at some point. And then I went into acting mm. because I thought those were the three things you needed to be a triple threat. Um, and especially for the Broadway shows or the operas, you have to be able to, I mean, the Broadway show, you got to be able to act, dance, and sing yeah. um, at some some level. I got to college. I went to school on a music scholarship for singing um, and started touring. So now I'm in this HBCU, Mars Brown College in Atlanta, Georgia. Here comes the marching bands, Chris. Mm -hmm. Now, where I'm from, we don't, we didn't have marching bands. Like we had orchestras and ensembles and the um, concert bands. Um, Chris, we didn't have, I just, yeah. and the only marches we saw was the Mummers Parade, where they were marching at the parade, and they were doing chorus style marching. They weren't yeah. doing HBCU marching. You got across the Mason-Dixon, right? All the way down there. So, when I got to Mars Brown, and this other level of musicality, mm-hmm. uh, I joined this fraternity called Five Mu Alpha Symphonia. It's a professional music fraternity. Mm. Um, and part of their thing is um, um, presenting music in a in a way um, through arts, playing, acting. So it's just all tied in. Um, all these music groups came through. Nene Leakes was there when I was there. Oh, wow. uh, 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 what's your boy, Silk? Oh wow! I can't do silk on them, so that always intrigued me. I end up becoming a manager uh-huh. for a couple singing groups. Um, I'm a good singer. I'm not great. I'm a good background singer. I can hold the harmony. I can do all that. But as in leading, that wasn't my gifting. So I always end up in, end up on the business and Chris on this music thing. Well, because of that, I used to have to be responsible for the staging and lighting and sound check yeah. before they went up as the manager. So I learned about tech writers and um, making sure that I got to you because you would come to me and say, hey, man, you have your tech writer? Tech what? what? <laughs> yeah. And then I found out that a, a, a good tech writer has a stage plot. It has the... Uh, the instruments, the audio in- instrumentation, are they in-ear, out-of-ear? Mm-hmm. Uh, do they understand? Um, how many symbols? How many toms? Like, uh, is three keys? Is he playing tier? Who's the aux key? Who the main keys? I learned that from guys like you. Yeah. So now you see where I'm going. So then I got and went to a ministry called New Birth Missionary Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Bishop Eddie Long was the um, pastor. And, man, production, Chris, mm-hmm. I didn't know I was going to learn full production in a church. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Bishop was the first, Newburgh was the first church to have the uh, electronic uh, board. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the southeast, he bought it. It was like 500K, the board. Um, and that's when I started learning the difference between audio sound and streaming sound, Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two different worlds, man. Two different right, worlds. Right, so I learned about television. Joffrey Breelove was, he worked for Channel 11, which uh, is uh, WXIA here in Atlanta. Uh, won some Emmys there. He came to work for the church. So he's mm-hmm. shooting with news, news experience. So that's where I learned where photography and cameras had to tell a story. Yeah. And he taught me this thing, Chris, that all camera people have to find that light and catch that star. So, Chris, have you ever seen when you're camera people and before you call your shot and they might be coming down when you shoot at your church and then that light and you might see that light and it has the the rays that it look like a star. He yeah. said, all camera people have to find as a camera op 
have to find the star. But the director, you, and the caller, the shader, and the colorer got to be able to see that. Yeah. And so I learned that because at my position at the church, I was over all conferences and events. Mm -hmm. And so I was responsible for choreographing the TV ministry, the AV ministry, the music ministry to put mm -hmm. on a conference and event or watch night or any production. So I had, I, so I took it upon myself to learn each area so I could talk. I think you guys respect people, or at least try to learn your terminology. Yeah. Absolutely. So you tell me, Hey, we need to do a whole new night anyway. We're in the church. Yeah. We never did that. Well, you're the one that got Bishop's ear. You need to tell him we need a lighting rate. So I had to learn about what it means to do a trust and hang a trust and intelligent lighting that I never knew. And mm -hmm. there's a lighting guy. So that's where I'm getting all my experience from because I did that for 14 years. Wow. So I, and then I saw, I, we did used to do service at the Georgia Dome mm. every Easter. So I saw TV trucks being brought in. And the stage being platformed up. And that's when I had to call Fred Hammond. They sent me a 15-page tech writer. <laughs> yeah, I, I can only imagine. Because <laughs> they got to have the B3 Hammond organ, Chris. Mm -hmm. Plus, at the time, it was the Roland D D uh, the DX7. Remember that? Oh, man, that's crazy. They yeah. had to have the Yamaha kit set, blue. Yep. Wait, blue. <laughs> blue. 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 Had to be blue. <laughs> blue pearl. With oh, the, um, who was the symbol? My uh, Zildjian. Zildjian, yep. Oh, In here. So all that, Chris. But anyway, yeah. man, so that's where I got my production love and experience. On the front of the house, I learned sales and marketing because mm -hmm. I had to sell and promote the conferences. Yeah. So I then I, I learned how to work with merchandise with our church bookstore and yeah. what that looked like. I learned TV um, when I used to, when Bishop used to come down and do his, uh, when the uh, TVN, his show was called Taking Authority, mm -hmm. I used to see how they used to read. So I didn't even know I was learning where I was going. Yeah, and so I didn't good. know they were promo. My kid's godmother uh, wrote the script. She was like, um, since you're now the director of events, you need to write the scripts for the commercial for us to shoot for. So I used to write, hey, join us now for Spirit of Truth Live with Bishop Eddie Long, special guest, Kirklo Dollar. You know, I, I yeah. started writing that stuff. I didn't know now, Chris, I would need that. So now as an executive mm. producer, you and I now get in production. People come. I now can show them. Here's yeah. the intro. Here's the outro. Uh, here's the concept. I would have done none of that. Come on, Chris. Come on, man. Oh, man. That's so I got into it. <laughs> then I got picked up to get on the road because they, they like to take church boys and take yeah. us on the road, Chris, and expose <laughs> us to that foolishness. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. I had a blast, though. Yeah. I had a blast. I miss it every now and then. I'll be seeing my boys but breaking down those kits, man. I had to flip the stage. So when I go to a show, you and I talked about this. Yeah, yeah. We go to shows, I'm looking at you're laying <laughs> on your cue. Yo, yo, you missed it. Where the spotlight? Uh, where the spot? <laughs> yo, I can't where the cameraman, he ain't following him. I went yeah. to the Mary Jage con. I was like, they gonna just keep us on wild all the whole thing? We yeah. ain't with no close up. Oh, man. Or the lighting guy. Oh, I just, but I get fascinated. And out of all the things, lighting is, uh, I I learned the board enough, but lighting is, I love the cross phase and the coloring and how lighting can save an event. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, if you can tell the story with it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That's so I know good. I took that. Yeah, man. That, look, I was having flashbacks and, uh, I guess, I, man. A lot of people, because it's funny, a lot of people, I feel like if, you, if you've never been in the church, never grew up in the church, or you, you was in the old school church, you didn't even realize when when the church started innovating and getting on that side of it, like how much you look, because that's, you know, in my story, that's where I started learning digital boards and all that was at the church. And uh, man, that, and that just takes it <laughs> so much in that. That's like, like I'm lost because I'm like, there's so much in that story. Um, 
Yo, so and so, what was the transition from? Because you said you were there fourteen years. You did some road work. What brought you to like the KBC inside of like the production that stuff? And now it's like, hey, you know what? I just want to sit back and help pe- other people distribute. So in my run for, at, at, at in ministry full time, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to go work at. Praise 102.5 in Atlanta uh-huh. at the time that uh, head D, uh, DJ or personality at the time was Corey Country. They called him, he called himself the Coco Brother. Okay. Coco Brother in the, in the, in the, in the uh, space. Uh, I had done everything I could do in the ministry part as in production. Mm-hmm. I, I, I brought Jennifer Hudson to Easter right after she won uh, Oscar. Wow. Uh, Yes, the Oscar. Yeah. Um, I bought her. I, I booked her for fifty-five thousand. Probably never. <laughs> I mean, you'll never fifty-five thousand down. Um, yeah. I had Tony and Kirk Franklin and Marvin said They didn't. All of them had done our watch night service or New Year's Eve service. If y'all understand what I'm saying, I did it, man. At the point though, Chris, it had became so routine. Yeah. That I started building my own event planning business mm. um, because I also became a certified meeting planner yeah. uh, while I was on staff uh, where I was doing, I was doing multiple events. I was doing 14, 15 events at the church that the minimum was 1500 people. So most of my conference had 3000, 5,000 people in, in attendance. Yeah. That was the norm. And so I, 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 and I had about 500 volunteers and I love that space. Well, I was leaving there to go to radio to yeah. work in the sales and sponsorship lane because okay. it just seemed like a natural segue, segue because in radio, the salesperson also throws events. They, mm-hmm. hope they do events for the, that personality. And that was attracting me. I got there and I hated it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. Yeah. I hated it. I hated it. They didn't do things like I thought. Um, it, I almost, it almost felt like I went, I didn't realize till you just said it, how innovative we were in production mm-hmm. that when I got out of there, I made a, a wrong assumption that people who got this other money just going to do production. And my level of production was so high that I had to retrain myself that, man, just because people got money don't mean they know how to do a production. They don't know how to produce a thing. <laughs> yeah. They know how to throw an event. And so every time I thought of an event, Chris, because I was trained that way, yeah. it was, oh, you're doing a production. Yeah. Not no event. An event to me is a production because yeah. that's all they ever was to me. I got there, then, then like that, end up doing my own personal thing, got hired to do some homecomings and things, small things like that. Ended up managing the anointed, the anointed pay system for about a year or so. Um, did that. And then I was like, I had to go get a job, Chris. Yeah. My wife said, I appreciate that, but you left the job to have money. Uh, where the money, buddy? I went to work I always said if I ever had to work again with somebody, I'm going to go to, I wanted to go to the airlines. And, man, I got hired by Delta mm. Airlines. And um, I was 39 when I started. So with a kid that was just born in two, 20, two, 2007, I got Delta 2009. From 2007, 2009, I was in the abyss of why'd you leave? Mm-hmm. So I was taking everything to the point where I even uh, took a do- job that was $7.50. Didn't know God was using that, Chris. Mm. It was in a call center. And the position that opened up for Delta a- Airlines was a call center. Mm. Call center manager. I applied. I went from $7.50 to $9.82. I'll never forget it. I was so happy to have, to have, to have gone up $2.65. Yeah. But guess what? I could fly anywhere I wanted to fly. Yeah. It was right in the period where Delta was just coming out of their bankruptcy, re- rebranded, merged with Northwest Airlines, which then tied them to Air France and Alitalia, all that. Mm-hmm. Now they become the largest airline that goes to Europe. 
puts them extra business on them. So all 10 years I was at Delta, I was in overtime. So I never made my regular salary, Chris. I never knew what my regular check was. Because when they offered it, bro, I was in it. Yeah. In it to make a living. I learned that, <laughs> learned some more corporate things, got corporately trained on that area. I really loved it. It was around my seventh year that mm. I just wasn't fulfilled. Yeah. And I wanted to go back to ministry full time. But this time when I went back, Chris, I did not want to be on staff. I didn't want to be on staff. I mm. wanted to have my time freedom, which yeah. now, you, now you always hear me talk about my time freedom. So I wanted my time freedom. I went to a church I was visiting with a friend and it was a, a hot July day. And they said, Hey, don't leave too fast. Don't leave too fast. We got a treat for you. We got a treat for everyone at the church. Go out. The Kona ice truck is outside. So we go outside, Chris, this big old truck, all this animation on it. I'm standing in the line with maybe 400 people. And Chris, right there, I said, I know how I'm going to leave Delta Airlines. I'm going to sell snow cones for a living. Yes. And when I did that, I did that, I did that. I got to a place where I met James, my partner. And we were doing a gig at... Uh, at a park opening, a brand new park opening. They hired James to do the DJ services and they parked my icy truck right next to him. Yeah. And Chris, he was jamming. Yeah. He was killing it. And I was in the window, you know, doing my flamingo. I was in the window serving. <laughs> so Stacy is in the window. Stacy, my wife, Stacy was in the window. I said, babe, you got to go in the window. I got to go meet this guy. Yeah. I go to James. I said, James, I said, excuse me, my name is John Chocha. Would you want a corner? He's like, no, nah, man. I said, dude, you are killing me. You know James and his comments. Man, I appreciate it, man. You know, appreciate it. I said, man, we got to work together. We got to work together. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me your cards. I'll get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> then we happened to join the same chamber of commerce in the same county. Okay. I saw him at the meeting. I was like, oh, what's going on? He's like, hey, my name is Jane Green. I'm the... I'm the owner of KBCN Media. I helped doing know. I was like, to myself, Chris, I was like, oh, <laughs> I need to meet this dude because what James yeah. don't know is my background. Right. He, I'm trying to get him to work with the dude. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. He couldn't pass. He couldn't tie together. He was like, ice? Okay. The last time I said, hey, man, I'm going to take you to breakfast. And we went to Guapa, uh, Cracker Barrel. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be 30 minutes. It ended up being a three-hour conversation. Mm -hmm. He gave me the background about TV and how he went to Stillman, went to broadcasting studio, was doing a radio station manager at 19 and, and you know, all his history. And I started dropping my history. Yeah. And, you know, when it, like, you you know the people I know what I mentioned. But when you start doing it, James said, James said internally, he was like, man, this dude name dropping. Like, <laughs> All right. He was like, all right, all right. We're checking out out of Cracker Barrel. And two of the people who still work at the church said, oh, my God, John, we wish you were there. It ain't been the same you left. We don't get the artists that we used to. Everything I just told him. He said, he said, <laughs> he said, man, I said, dude, God did that. Um, He asked me to, I asked him, can I come to his radio I went to the station. I kept coming. And then my business acumen jumped. In. I said, James, I said, if, are you willing to make a change? Because his business was in business, but he wasn't profitable, Chris, mm -hmm. at all. He was barely making enough to, for his wife would say, you can keep doing it. Yeah. I said, man, my gifting is helping people change their business model and paradigm. If you give me 90 days, yeah. And then I said, but it's going, I'm going to have to tear this thing up. And he said, he told his wife, man, this man want to offer me 90 days, but he going to tear it. And that's kind of <laughs> how it happened. He was teaching me that at the same time I was showing him Kona. So we work for, for each other. Now 
I got into that space. He wasn't, he was doing a little bit of streaming, a little bit of podcasting, but I knew enough television after 14 years, Chris, how it looks, how they call the shots. So I started asking him, can I start producing and doing the format of the, give a new format for the shows? That's how I started. And then we started picking up traction. People started looking, coming on. Then I started helping people with their concept. Mm. Pulling out their out their head, envision what they wanted to look like. I got into that, and then it just got stronger. And when the pandemic came, well, twenty nineteen, we were doing our like so. Every October, we'll sit down and say, "What do we want to be the following year? What does that look like? What, yeah. what has worked? What has it?" And we still got twenty four hour radio. People can click on that and download the app free KBC and radio. I mean, but that's this program we're not really doing that we got a, a morning drive and an afternoon um uh, evening drive mix then we do uh but this tv the streaming was got me into i want to do tv yeah and i want to give people who want to be on tv the opportunity yeah. i learned streaming i understood now the cage or 4k 5k why the camera shots so i brought all my expertise as coach limited you know who we tying with I bought my zone of genius to match up because he's a tech guy, uh, not really want to be in front of people. So I bought the sales in and the business development. So he graciously, I asked him one day, Chris, um, because at the time I I own my own event company called JMSA LLC. And I asked him, Chris, I said, hey, man, I think if we effectively do it, would you mind if I submit my talents under your brand? He said, man, I'll be glad to. So. I, I put my stuff to the side and we together and we merged and it's been a good thing, man. He where I'm flamingo in here, he's chameleon and turtle. So that's his high, my high. So we got the whole disc across the top. <laughs> yeah, good. And that's kind of how we are, and it's been perfect. And he helps me understand. So when I talk with you, yeah. When I'm having the initial calls, I'm intelligent enough and I really understand it because I want to so I can make the best decision. And that's how we've been fortunate, Chris, to have some great collaborations, man. Like our strategic partnership, not one has failed because um, I've learned how to really vet that out. But yeah, man, that's how I got it. That's so crazy. I never thought. That I will be getting paid yeah. to talk and help people bring their vision to pass. But it's, it's possible. So good. Yeah, that's, that's so good. I'm like, I'm listening to you and I'm like, I've heard pieces, right? I've heard the different pieces at different points, right? I don't think I ever heard it in that concise, in that concise manner of like, hold on, what? <laughs> you you left that to do this and then and then it just you sell an ice and now you in media like <laughs> Right, so um, ISIS like, ISIS. This ain't even the faith-based podcast, but, but like, I got to right. get on that, like the timing of right. how so, that but, worked out. Like, right. cause you couldn't have planned that any better. You know what I mean? Here's the, here's uh, the, the meeting, the, the meeting up of right. how you guys even met. Like, that's crazy. Right. So, so all this has been a faith walk now that I understand faith. Cause back then yeah. I was going to church. <laughs> I didn't understand the faith walk. Um, but yeah. now when I look at it, um, so that's when I came to you. I talked to James. I said, James, I was listening to Radio 90, 92.9 FM is the sports station here. And mm-hmm. I was listening to him, but Hugh Douglas and I used to be like, want to see these guys. Mm-hmm. You're like, because because Chris, they would make comments like, man, if y'all were here in the studio, y'all should see what we're doing. I'd be like, I want to see. <laughs> You're like, show me. <laughs> show me. So then they started doing the video. Yeah. And they went to 92.9 FM.com. Mm. So I said, James. So then when Clubhouse was going, that's when Chris, I was like, said, James, why can't we show the people what we doing behind the scenes? Yeah. Like, how can we make that work? We just kept going, going, going. And we are we're just about 90 something percent. And yeah. they get to meet up with us soon. Um, if this airs before the con- our conference. Yeah, this will um, be out get, before that. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll get me up, but you and I, um, we got virtual tickets as well, but what Chris will have all that. What I'm saying is, but we needed you though, man. Yeah. Like, 
I don't want to do that. That's not my need. As I'm, <laughs> as I'm niching down, I'm yeah. seeing that's not where I want to spend my time. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's so good. That's so good, man. So the ice phase, the ice phase that God used Kona ice because remember my thing was I wanted to make money yeah. less time. Yep. But he's increased the money with the short amount of time. So, so Kona ice is that franchise that we're a part of met, met all of our core values. We get to impact, inspire, influence. We make plenty of money with it, but it also allows me to do what I love. This is what this right here talking to you. Yeah. Doing media. This is what I love. That takes care of my family. Uh, and it's a product that won't stop because as long as God keep making his son, Chris. Yeah. And that heat. <laughs> they go with that ice, man. And if the rain still produce water, I'm going to have some ice. And so it does well. And we've been able to give back almost over 60-something, almost $70,000 back to our local communities in this past uh five years that we've been in business nice so man that's so cool that's so cool um it's so different like that's why i appreciate the story right because there's so many people that um because you know so our audience is entrepreneurs they're content yep. creators they're, they're all that space and so the fact that you were able to share the up that it was up it was all great that joke went down but then it it's went back down. up like yeah. it's it man that's so real um how many shows how many shows do you guys have on um kbc and now Look, he, that's a good that's a good face because he's like, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> a good amount. So it's fourteen now. Okay, I, I, I'm probably cheap. I'm probably, it's fourteen right now, Chris. We're in the process of onboarding five more. Nice, five more. Um, uh, talking blind. Uh, the coach's corner comes on tonight. The mm. resilient educator comes on tonight. Uh, and then tonight, um, when y'all catch us, um, when we work as it's Monday nights, 5 p.m. Yeah. for the Resilient Educator, uh, 7 p.m. for the um, Coach's Corner, uh, Talking Blind is still to be determined, and a couple other ones that we have in the works uh, that people are excited about coming on. The blessing of this whole thing, Chris, and you when you were talking about the story, yeah. is though we do make money from this platform mm -hmm. because of Kona ice, Chris and the faith, I am not contingent on what money comes in through my media side. Mm. So I am, I feel, I feel and the customer, the client might feel differently, but I feel I am a little bit more laid back. I'm not as aggressive as I used to be um, when I used to do things because I am not depending on it for my family to survive. Yeah. And so I think the client, our customers are getting a better experience. And also, Chris, from a creative standpoint, from my mind, I have a lot of free brain space to think and to conceptualize and to create, to add value to those who come in our space um, because I don't had that particular pressure. Um, and it could be also that I'm 52, Chris, and I'm a little older. And uh, <laughs> I just slowed down. Um, yeah. And so, I'm, I, you know, I heard people talk about being intentional, intentionality. And to be honest, Chris, I never understood how that played out in real life, like in space. Uh, but now I do. And yeah. my intentionality is helping people with affordable services, the opportunity to maybe realize a dream that they wanted to be on radio or, or, or television or both and help them do it where it can work inside their budget. It's not cheap, it's affordable. Yeah. And then of course we can pro max it when we got to, but yeah. it's affordable. And, I, and we want people to have some skin in the game so they can give us what we need is yeah. their commitment. And so, you can check us out, man, kbcandmedia.com. You can check us out at kbcntv.com. On my Instagram, I'm kbcandmedia360. On Facebook, I'm just John M. Schultz. You can see it here. Um, and also on uh, Facebook with kbcandmedia. Um, 
on YouTube with KVCN Media. So all those things we just we're we're consistent. Um, you want to reach out on Clubhouse. You want to interview with us. You want to learn about it. We got a podcast course that we do once a month for four weeks. Um, it's one hour a day, and we talk about how to get your mini podcast together um, in five to seven minutes. You end up with a project, and if you finish with us, you get to air. We'll air some of your stuff on the network. And if you go through the pro- if you go through the program, of course, Chris, then they get a um, a discounted rate for the first three months um, to encourage them to use what they just learned, and yeah. then they can come on. But yeah, man. That's what we doing. Hey, look, oh, look, every morning this, you can find me and you, man. Um, yeah. Monday through Friday, golly, uh, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, the Clubhouse app and kbcntv.com and LinkedIn. We are authorized streamers there. You can join us uh, for Lessons Learned. Um, we, man, this has been phenomenal. I'll, this has been good. Nobody hey, really has really asked me my story. They only get. I only share the bits that really are relative. I only share parts that are relative to help really encourage the person that I'm helping because let them know that they're not by themselves. But to be able to share that, uh, that that's that's a pretty good ride, right there, man. Hey, bro. And look, I want y'all to notice what just happened there, right? This what happened when you interview a professional because y'all see, I ain't even had to ask him because literally the next question was going to be, "Hey, where can they find you at?" He he gave y'all all that, so make sure y'all check the description below um, on the podcast. We'll have all of those links um, that he talked about. Uh, look, <laughs> dude, man, we could do this forever, man. I appreciate I, I, you taking the time asking, out and uh, having that conversation and being transparent point. and sharing what you shared today, man. Uh, man. <sighs> So good, man. We might have to have a part two to this. <laughs> hey, Chris. And I was, I was like, I'm asking. I'm hoping I can come back. You guys, make sure you oh, check yeah. out the description down below. Make sure that you uh, check John out everywhere. KBCN. Check us out Monday through Friday. Um, and then, like he talked about, we'll be meeting up in October in the Virginia Beach area. Um, this should be out before then, so you will see it and be able to get tickets if there's some left. If not, you'll be able to get virtual tickets. And so check that out. John, I appreciate you uh, being a guest. And be happy to jump on. You guys have a good one.